It's Friday, November 18th, and we are back with another episode of the Draft ID podcast. The season is heating up. We got some awesome games. We're going to give you our preview of the Thursday night football game that you just watched. You will see how wrong we were about that game. Um, Tighten up, baby. Um, Yeah, we got a fun slate of football. We got the playoffs really starting to heat up. We have, um, you know, some contenders, some pretenders, already a lot of chatter about what head coaches need to go, what guys, what players need that extension. Um, Really great season. I'm going to be frank with you guys. Great season so far. So tune in. Fun episode today. Um, You know, if you're listening to this episode, you probably have listened to an episode before. But if you're new, be sure that you check out the draft ID website at draftedesports.com. You can subscribe to our newsletter. Two newsletters going out on Monday and Friday. Um, two a week, that is, one each day. Plenty of great content. We got a ton of NFL draft content around the corner. Um, I know this podcast is a lot heavy on the NFL season, but if you want just more draft-based content, check that out. Also, check out our social medias at Mock Draft Monday. Um, always, you know, tons of NFL action, NFL draft action, college football action on those handles. Um, Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, if you don't like it, then don't hit that subscribe. It's the last thing I would want is to be in your feed if you don't like it. But um, yeah, let's get into it. And here we go. Without further ado. That was crisp. That was crisp. Crisp, crisp. All right. Uh, what are we on? Week 11 now? I don't even week know. Week 11, 11 of the NFL. Can't believe that it is uh, already week 11. Um, you know, I've been looking forward to the playoffs for a long time now, but it, it looks like we're uh, starting to get a pretty solid lineup. Uh, I'm unsure on some teams, though. There's some, still some teams out there that I don't know about. Packers. Um, you know, Bills, Josh Allen a little bit hurt. They were looking really good to start off the season. Um, mm-hmm. But let's get right into the slate. Let's get into the games. Thursday night football, Titans at Packers, two teams I'm very unsure on. Um, this is our, we are morons looking, listen to this after the game is played. These are our takes before the game is played, obviously, because, um, you know, we don't record live at 4 a.m. on Friday mornings. But um, what do you think Maybe about this should. one? Maybe we should. Maybe we should, and we'll have more accurate Thursday night recaps. But uh, <laughs> what are you thinking about this one? I mean, Titans. I don't. I could not even tell you if Tannehill starting this week. I have not. I've zoned everything Titan or the out. Um, they're just so irrelevant right now. I think it's Tannehill. Um, probably going to look more into this before I set my lineups for fantasy football. But mm-hmm. um, let's say, let's say it's Tannehill versus Rogers in Lambo primetime Rogers. He's been bad this year. He has lost five of his last six games. What are we thinking? We thinking that, you know, he's maybe rallying the troops. Maybe he found his guy, Christian Watson, who didn't drop the balls for the first time in his career. Um, or, you know, is this the D Henry smash mouth game that we've been waiting for for a couple of weeks? Yeah, this will be a exciting one. You know, the Titans are six and three. They had a gritty win over the Broncos. And that's kind of how I'd uh, describe this Titans team. They're gritty. They don't win in pretty ways. Uh, they hand the ball to Derrick Henry. Uh, I would not want to meet Derrick Henry in the A-gap in uh, Lambeau Field, 25-degree weather. Um, Yikes. But I think that this is going to be one of those 
just really close games. I feel like Mike Vrabel, he's one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he does really well as an underdog. So I think it's going to be one of those low-scoring, uh, cold weather. Winter has come, um, and I think – I don't know who wins this one. I'm kind of leaning Packers. Rodgers looked like himself last week. Uh, he was getting fired up, throwing you know three touchdown passes. But I think it's going to be a really close one, low-scoring affair. Yeah, and not to mention just three touchdown passes, three late <clears throat> come from behind touchdown passes to beat, mm-hmm. you know, they're down 14 points um in the third quarter and then beating Dak Prescott for all alert. Um but yeah, to a rookie, he I think Rodgers this was kind of his I'm back game. Um right. the ayahuasca effects are wearing off a little bit and he is back in action. Um, the line for this one shifted a good bit, started at uh, minus three for the Packers. Now it's minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, don't really know what that's about, but it looks like, you know, everybody's kind of in on um, Packers winning this one. Right. Uh, I'm not sure, though. I'm not sure. Both these teams have had me scratch my head. I mean, look at the way the Titans have played. They, you know, 17 to 10 game last week. It's not like they have been putting up points like they were last year. Their defense is not where they were last year. Um, you know, holes in that secondary that I think could get exposed by Rodgers. But, you know, they still are a solid team. They have Derrick Henry. You can never count him out, especially in these cold games. But, um, you know, you for sure cannot count out Rodgers either. Um, Rodgers, he's been uh, playing pretty similar to Tannehill this year when Tannehill is healthy. It's not like Rodgers is playing MVP form like last year. Um, He has been throwing a lot of big passes. He's been turning over, though, more than usual. you know, I think I'm going to go with the Titans. I think I'm going to go with the Titans, even though, you know, the Packers are the home dogs. Titans need to start winning games. I think they have the better coach here. Um, you know, I think both have good coaches, but, you know, Vrabel, I think, is one of the best in the NFL. He always gets the most out of every player. I'm going to roll with the Titans. I think it's going to be a 28-17 to 17 game. Yeah, I think you're going to get a lot of value with the Titans, plus three and a half. That three and a half number is a uh, – that's a key number to watch. Like you don't really want to take the Titans at plus three, right? Cause if they lose by a field goal to push, but three and a half, I think that's a good number. I could see the Titans winning. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, it's one of those is are the Packers back? You know, do they continue to roll and, you know, make a wild card run who knows, but I like your take. I like it. I'm definitely hammering Titans plus three and a half. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm on that boat. I think you know, last week was a good week for me. I ended that cold streak, and uh, you know, the Titans are tantalizing me right now. So that three and a half number does not sound bad. Um, all right, next game, and this was supposed to be the Blizzard Snowpocalypse Snowpocalypse game of the week. Um, you know, the lake effect. Uh, the Browns at the Bills going to be in Orchard Park, but now it's going to be in. The Motor City, the best city for tourists in the nation, Detroit, Michigan. The one weekend that you're leaving Michigan, there's actually going to be a quality football game there maybe. Um, So what do you think about this one? Josh Allen banged up, but, you know, probably best for, uh, you know, the Buffalo Bills fans that their crown duel, Josh Allen gets to play indoors, you know, not going to hurt that arm anymore outside. It's going to be a little bit tighter. Um, I don't know what to think about this, though. He is kind of, you know, back-to-back losses. They got off to such a good hot streak. Um, Mm -hmm. He is injured. It's pretty clear. And he's throwing some bad interceptions. But 
I don't think it's the point of panic that they need to start having 60,000 moms saying that he needs uh you can do better or whatever Buffalo crap Pat they're the doing. Back. Yeah. Pat on the back. Yeah. It's okay, like, come Josh. on. Man. Those people are just weird. Uh, NFL fans, a lot of them are just kind of weird, but uh, come on, Bills fans. What is going on here? I think the note here is the NFL is just such a week-to-week league, right? We were doing our mid-season awards, yeah. and we were talking such about a week-to-week. it's Josh Allen's MVP to lose, right? And then he comes off of two losses in a row with some key turnovers and you know fourth-quarter situations. Um, but I still think Josh Allen's the guy. I think if anything, like you're going to get better odds now on that Josh Allen MVP. Um, so if right. you like that bet, now would probably be the time to do it. Uh, now that this game has been moved, which is a shame because I was looking forward to three feet of snow. It's actually, I'm looking out the window and I'm getting some snow in East Lansing right now. Um, but yeah. I think I think the Bills, it's a get right game. Um, don't hit the panic button. There's still going to be you know, a playoff team, probably win the division. The Dolphins are looking really hot, but the Bills are the better team. Uh, Don't stress about it. I think the Bills get the win here. Yeah, I I think that the Bills are the best team in that division, even though the the Dolphins are hot, like you were saying. Um, The Browns are just – I don't think they're a good, a great football team with Jacoby Brissett right now. All they have to do is put pressure on Brissett and his pre- his passer rating under pressure is a 44.5, one of the lowest in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he's kept clean, 102.2. So he's done a good job when that offensive line keeps him clean. But when you're going up against the Buffalo Bills, he's not going to stay clean, um, even if they are playing on an AstroTurf. Um, so I'm going to go here, Bills, obviously. I think they're you know far superior best team. Yeah, and the in the Browns, just talking about them shortly. Like we both we both really liked the Browns last week against the Dolphins, plus three and a half um against the you know, against the Dolphins. Um, and they just did not show up. They got blown out for like the first time in the year because they've been playing really close games. We thought three and a half was a good value, but God, I mean, I think their season's done, especially if they lose the next two. D Watt's gonna be struggling to make the playoffs, no chance. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And uh, with that, we can welcome on our Atlanta Falcons correspondent, Sawyer Hicks, to the show. Um, Sawyer didn't miss much, but uh, we're moving on to, you know, one of your favorite teams, the uh, Indianapolis Colts against the Eagles. What are we thinking about this one? Can our guy Jeff Saturday rally the troops, or is this going to be an absolute beatdown for the Eagles? You know, I think the Eagles might be a bit fraudulent. If you look at their mm-hmm. wins, six of their eight wins were against a uh, backup quarterbacks or lower tier quarterbacks. I like that. Um, I mean, I like it. They, I'm they all lost on board. Wa- yeah, they lost to Heineke, dude. I mean, come on. He's not great, but I mean, gritty. he's a starter, I guess. But yeah, gritty. But I mean, why can't the Colts? Jeff Saturday got PJ fired up. Yeah. I agree. And, uh, you know, Heineke got his uh, Eagles colored Jordans. He's got this win streak on lock since he's kind of taken over. He's a, won the position over who? Carson Wentz, a guy that they're paying way too much money and traded for. And they actually traded, you know, pretty solid assets for him. Crazy move. Um, shout out Dan Snyder. Uh, but let's just go down that Eagles schedule, who they have beaten. They beat the Lions week one by three points. They beat the Vikings. Okay, a pretty good week, too. 
beat the commanders the first time they played them, you know, pretty close, uh, 24 to eight. I mean, not that close, with but wins. you know, they kept them in the game till the end with wins, uh, beat the Jaguars by a touchdown, beat the Cardinals by three, beat the Cowboys, a solid win. But I mean, I think I'm pretty sure Dak was Cooper. not back yet for that one. They beat the Steelers and then they beat the Texans. So like, there's maybe one playoff team that they beat, maybe two Vikings and and uh, Cowboys. They just lost bad to the Commanders. I think Sirianni's the problem. I think he's the biggest fraud coach in the league. <laughs> if you saw what he's been doing all season, I mean, why That's did he abandon take. the run? Why they ran the ball four times in the first half and they were down. And then their awful fans booed them off the field in the first half, down six to the the commanders like <laughs> their undefeated eagles were booed off the field at halftime um one worst sports town in america i will never support the eagles or philadelphia sports town two this is a fraud team i think i think that uh you know what they did this week they went and signed two defensive tackles former pro bowlers the dominic uh, and sue and then uh who was the other one former giant i can't remember what the other guy's name was that's not hard linville linville joseph maybe yeah i think maybe, it was linville yeah. joseph so they went out and signed two guys because Jordan Davis is out for whoever knows key how injury. long. Yeah, key injury. And those big guys, you know, Jordan Davis is a big guy. Those injuries aren't going to heal super quick. Uh, a lot of mass, a lot of momentum. But um, a lot of girth. I, I don't think the Eagles are great. I think that they have flaws and, you know, they peaked in September. Uh, that's all I got to say about them. Peak well, in I September. Peak. Yeah, I think Jordan yeah. Davis, that's a key injury. Like they're not able to stop the run. You could see that. Uh, Brian Robinson took four to the chest, was running all over that defense. Uh, and the Eagles look beatable. The NFC is up for grabs like a honey crisp in autumn. Okay. Anyone can get that one seed. Giants are just one back. Um, but I think this is a get right game for the for the Eagles against the Colts. I think the line was six and a half. I'm hammering the Eagles. I think they're going to win against this Colts. Six team. and a half. Touchdown. They're going to win by touchdown. Will- Shaquille Leonard, is he playing? I don't know. No, he's done uh, for season. Year. Oh, is he? Yep. How did news. I miss that? I maybe if he didn't change his name, I would have known that. Broke is that really back. breaking news? No, like this like weekend. Two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Well, um, still back catching to up. His first name. <laughs> yeah, change it back to Darius and he'll play. Um, yeah, Eagles. I mean, I think they win this one, but I think they're going to lose five games this year. Hot take. I think they're going to lose five of the remaining. I think what, the six games? sweep them. G-men sweep them, baby. G-men sweep them. Yeah, the G-men are built to beat the Eagles. They literally constructed their roster to beat the Eagles. Yeah, and Best they lost the IR as well. We didn't say that. And AJ yeah. Brown's a little tweaked. So you never know, especially with a young quarterback. They lose one, maybe they lose a second, and then things just start to fall apart. Yep. Um, all right, next game, and this is uh, the one that John will have his eyeballs on, Jets at Patriots, because how many years, John, has it been since the Jets beat the Patriots? Since 2015. Yikes. You do that. I mean. That's seven years. Wow. That's a long time. That's 14 matchups. You can Maybe learn Mandarin now. Chinese in that amount of time or how to play the mandolin. Look, they're playing in Foxborough, 37 degrees, might be a few clouds in the sky. Uh, the home. Jets are six and three. The Jets are six and three, but they're fraud six and three. I don't love yes. the Jets. Patriots, yeah. you know, I think they pretty much 
have a better everything um, besides maybe wide receiver than the Jets. Defense? Um, uh, <laughs> Jets defense has been good, but I think they can be exposed. Oh, I, I think they can be exposed. Face when he said defense? <laughs> no. But All right. Let's, fact, let's go back to the Jets, teams though. coming off the bye. Both teams. Uh, yeah, that is a head scratcher. Here's another fun fact. Name that quarterback. Tell me which one's which. 54.9 rating on PFF and 51.5 rating on PFF. Which team's which? Spider-Man emoji. They're pointing at each other. Doesn't matter. They're the same. Doesn't matter. They're the same. Both of them in the 50s. And then who is in the 70s? Bailey Zappi. Why is he not starting this game? Real head scratcher for Dude, me. I don't care. Now, about here is my Jones. final. This is my final, you know, little nugget I'm going to leave you with um, who I think in my mind is the worst quarterback in the NFL uh, right now. 6.6 passer rating under pressure. Name that quarterback. Mac Jones. Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Zach Damn. Wilson. He was literally blitzed. He was pressured like three times in his career at BYU. Now he gets the NFL. He's going up against some dogs. He panics. He doesn't know what to do. He's like the you know picture of Mariota throwing the ball with his head slamming into the turf. <laughs> like Zach Wilson stinks under pressure. Um, Patriots better defense of the two teams there um, mm-hmm. besides Sauce Gardner, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's a low-scoring game. Bill Belichick just hates the Jets, loves just destroying this team. Uh, I think the Pats win this one. I mean, they look, don't get me wrong. If Brees Hall was still healthy, I think the, the Jets would be making the playoffs for sure. But this is not a team that is as good as their record says. They are not a six and three football team, in my opinion. And you're right. Their defense has gotten worlds better. They are, you know, right now, PFF's number one rated defense. If you look at all the composites of every players, they're a very solid team. Uh, Sauce Gardner, rookie of the year, no doubt. Better pick than Stingley, in my opinion. I was, you know, sl- smashing that all you know draft guide season i was you know that take was my take stingley a little bit overrated you get the lsu hype five star six star whatever he was um you know but you get a true lockdown in sauce gardener look what he's done this year he hasn't even given up a touchdown he is you know one of the best corners in the nfl not just rookies but they do have holes i mean leonard williams has been a beast too but they're not putting up insane you know exterior pass rush um I I just think that this is a team that's going to get exposed eventually. Guys, guys, guys. You guys need to live, start living life on the edge a little bit. Why go with the safe fifth and the Patriots? Do something fun for once. Go with the Jets. Come over here to our side. This is way more fun. No, you just can't. You can't, man. Seven years. Seven Solid, years. man. One side Sawyer and I. Years old. Sawyer and I were on the sidelines with the Jets organization. And what did we witness? Pretty solid run coaching staff at the senior yeah. bowl. Um, Shanahan. I just, or, uh, you know, Belichick, before. man. Belichick. All right. Um, enough with the Jets. Nobody really is listening to the Jets. Let's be real. Um, I don't even think we have any Pats listeners either. But uh, let's get to some real elite teams. The Lions are flying to New York. John will be at this game. Lions at Giants, NFC showdown. Um, one really solid offense um, against another team with a really solid defense. Giants have one of the best rushing offenses in the league. 
Lions have the worst defense in the league. Um, I mean, this is about one team that's very unbalanced and one team that is very balanced. What do y'all think about this one? Giants, baby. Oh, yeah. I think the Lions, Giants minus three. Uh, I think the forecast is 38 degrees, 17 mile an hour winds. Golf does not do well outside. California he boy. Well He's a pretty in, boy. In the cold. He doesn't. Uh, the pretty Giants. Boy. I think the Giants are just the the better team. They're seven and two. Uh, they need to win this game. They don't need to, but it's just they got a lot of tough games coming up. So a win here pretty much puts them in the playoffs, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to be there. I'm excited to see the sun god as well in person. Um, yeah, I think the Giants win this one. One key injury, Frank Ragnow, the uh, center of the Lions, may not be playing in this one, which would be you know, something really to watch because if you know the Giants, they have probably the best interior uh, pass rush in the NFL with Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. Um, mm-hmm. If Ragnow can't go, expect like three sacks each. Hot take. Because I, yeah. I think this is and, – and and I think they completely shut down the run because I think that this is a game where they're just going to force feed Jamal Williams and force feed Swift. Um, right. Like you were saying, 17-mile-per-hour wind gusts. Goff doesn't have that elite zip on the ball like Danny Dimes. Um, I'm going with the Giants for sure. Mm-hmm. Dexter Lawrence, man, he's been an absolute beast. AKA, he's sexy playing. Dexy. He's so all good. pro, man. All pro, all yeah, pro. Seriously. And what, what we've seen this year is, you know, Goff does a good job unless you get pressure on him. He, you know, he's one of these quarterbacks that just has been horrible under pressure. Um, some of the quarterbacks and you look at the top 10 guys in the league, they get better with pressure or they're as good, or, you know, they're not bailing out with pressure. Goff is, you know, 58 passer rating under pressure. One of the league worst down there near, um, who we just said out of 40. We need a huge game out of Galladay. Yeah. I was about just about to say it's a Galladay revenge game. Galladay revenge game. This could be like the game that he, you know, I don't think he plays more than 10 snaps is the problem. Dude, he's so last game, man. He's so in his head or maybe the mafia controls him and or throw the game or he's, yeah. Or maybe he's just not a pro. I don't, I think he's, he's got to be like just an average NFL wide receiver at worst. Right. Like, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. It's so bad. Yeah, you would think that he would be able to keep up with Marcus Johnson's stats or, you know, David Sills. Terrace Marshall, you know, someone like that, like David Sills. You would think he could at least, dude, he has 22 yards this year. He has two receptions. That's insane. I know he missed yeah. games, but he's played in five games. And, you know, I think he's gotten benched a lot. He has more drops than he has catches, which is just crazy um, for a guy making $72 million. And, you know, I think that first, um, you know, I don't know if it was considered a drop of the ball that his hand touched last game at the beginning of the game. Um, fans were like, well, that wasn't on the money. Well, dude, if you're Devontae Adams or, you know, Keenan Allen or, you know, one of these top tier receivers, they're making that catch 10 times out of 10. And Galladay yeah. out there making it look like a 0% probability. I don't know, man. Uh, luckily... Luckily, Saquon's balling out. Um, luckily, you know, Danny Dimes is doing just fine with these practice squad receivers. Um, shout out Slim Slay stepping yeah, up. Seriously. Darius man. Slayton has been, uh, you know, looking like rookie Slayton. So 
continue that trend of wide receiver one for the team, hopefully. Um, what was that stat we were looking at? It's the first team since the 2012 Bears that they have been seven, had at least seven wins out of their first nine games with one or fewer receivers with 200 plus yards, which is, right. if you think about that, insane. Um, there's a lot going on with that stat, but I mean, just wild that they're being so productive without anyone. Crazy. Um, um, Odell Beckham will be on the roster in the next two weeks. Yeah, I truly think that he will. Um, we can get into what that means for the Giants. I know we've already talked a little bit about <clears throat> the outlook and production there, but uh, you know, he was, you're right. He was a uh, integral part of the Rams last year in their Super Bowl run. He helped him out a lot, especially in the Super Bowl, especially with that big touchdown. Um, and he had five touchdowns, I think, in his last six games of the regular season. But, you know, he's not Odell Beckham putting up 160-yard games. He's not going to be probably vintage Giants Odell Beckham. Could be. No. No. Probably not. But he's Two a major ACLs. upgrade. He's a major upgrade over anyone on their team right now. So I think it could push him over the edge to be an actual contender. Not that they're not a contender, but it just – Makes them more versatile to game plan. It could actually have teams. a guy, yeah, yeah, a guy deserving to be in the NFL. And you know, the thing is, Slayton, he's had the yips throughout the years, um, especially the last two years. This year, it looks like he's you know gotten better with that. It looks like he's gotten more comfortable. Just had to mm-hmm. get a couple touchdowns. Um, but like, dude, he's a legit NFL receiver. He's getting knocked. I mean, people are saying that they're just practice squad receiver. He's a guy that's had eight touchdowns in a season. He's guy has had eight hundred yards. So he's solid. He's like a, you know, better than like a Nelson Aguilar or something like that. But, uh, you know, it's like when they look at the second or third guy on the field, you're just like scratching your head. Like when you have Marcus Johnson running along the end line wide open, and the ball goes through his hands. That's when it's like, okay, you need one more receiver on that roster. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Next game, Cowboys at Vikings. Um, I think that, you know, Cowboys are favored in this one. I don't know why. I think this one's going to be Vikings. I'm I'm hoping it's Vikings. I think Vikings are a better team. I think they're still disrespected. What do you think, Sawyer? What's the stat when the Vikings have won like all their wins are by one score? What is what is that stat, Harris? We sent it to each other on Twitter this week. I don't know. It's not relevant, but they're it's every single game they win. Is it's a very close. Yeah. Yeah. So and like for example, the Raiders they they have an awful record and. They're all in one-score games. All their losses have been, except for like that Saints game. But that just shows that there's going to be some negative regression coming their way. And I just think the Cowboys are the better team. And I think the Vikings are going to have like a – what's that called? When they got like a miracle win the week before, a comeback. Just down, a letdown. Yeah. yeah, I think that's going to be this week because – the Cowboys yeah, had let down this week. Uh, they're this due week. for a loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think Cowboys are like a solid team, even though they lost to the Packers. That was a uh, hype game for Rodgers, who's wanting to beat McCarthy. I mean, it was just a little weird uh, game, but I think the Cowboys win this. Yeah. I'm on yeah. Sawyer's <laughs> side. I'm on Sawyer's side. I think the Cowboys, it's a get-right game. I mean, I mean, last week they probably they should have beaten the Packers. Dak – you know, he's not playing very well. He's he's more mid than waking up with Folgers in your cup, in my opinion. But what? <laughs> I just think what that the Cowboys that? get the win here. I just do. I mean, he's Dak is mid and Folgers is mid. That's that's my reference. Folgers is not 
Yeah, it's about as mid as it gets on the coffee scale. Stop. In my opinion. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty mid to be honest. Um, right. I think the the sorry, I think the point that you were pushing across is uh the Vikings have one of the lowest point differentials among teams that yeah. have eight eight wins or ten weeks, um, which is actually, you know, the third lowest since you know the inception of the NFL behind 2019 Seahawks and 1976 Raiders. Um, the Vikings point differential is plus 35 and they have eight wins and one loss, which is crazy to think that they're winning that, you know, by that slim of a margin. And then if you look at, you know, the game they did lose, I guess it wasn't a blowout, but it was a couple possessions to the Eagles. So um, that's probably taken a big hit to a lot of it, but they've played teams pretty closely, especially this last week. They played, you know, the Bills extremely closely. Game of the year. Um, and yeah, you're right on. That was like, a weird game that, you know, game of the year went into overtime. That's just like a mentally exhausting game. However, yeah. I think this is just a better team than the Cowboys. And I think that, um, you know, Michael Parsons has been banged up. He, he's got that calf problem going on. You could see it. He was a step slower last game until he's a hundred percent. I think that this defense is so much worse than they can be. That's a good point. He, what, just, what about Trayvon he, Diggs, boy? Trayvon Diggs exposed by Jettis. <laughs> I cannot wait for that matchup and, you know, let all these brain dead cowboy fans come, come barking at us about how he's, you know, elite all pro cornerback after he's given up a thousand yards a season. Um, but yeah. Watch yeah. that Parsons. I don't think he's on the injury report. He, he's a guy that doesn't seem like he sits out practice or anything like that, but man, he, he looked a step slower last week. You could tell that that was bothering him a little bit. Um, bounce back week for him needed to beat the Vikings. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, next game. One. Yeah. Going to be a great one. That's that 425 kickoff, obviously for the Cowboys game of the week that they do pretty much every week of the NFL season. Um, all right. Next game chiefs at chargers Sunday night football. I believe this one was flexed into prime time. This is one of their few flexed ones they did a couple weeks ago. So they're anticipating a good one um, in LA. I'm going with chiefs, man. As Chargers, I don't even know if they're going to have their receivers back. They've been throwing it to you know Andre Carter every week. Um, Herbert's DeAndre you know, Carter my playing man. all right. D- sorry, DeAndre Carter. That's uh, my bad on that one. Um, <laughs> I think that you know the Chargers are one of the disappointing teams of the NFL this season, and you know they're five and four, so they're doing a pretty good job with how bad they've been. But I'm going Chiefs here. I think Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. At what yeah, point do we start? At what point do we start our dialogue of Herbert being mid as hell? I mean, is Tua better than Herbert? Stop. If you're starting a franchise, are you going to start with Tua or are you going to start with uh, Herbert? I don't know. Because Emmanuel Acho is starting with Tua. I'm, t- I'm picking Herbert every day of the week, man. Yeah, that dude. Coach, I, I think he is atrocious. Chargers Brandon Staley should have. He should have been fired last year. They literally missed the playoffs because Staley called a timeout and then, you know, pissed off the Raiders to the point where they kicked the field goal when they were just going to run it out and both go to the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I think that was the downfall of this team. And I, it's kind of like, Sire, and you might want to cover your ears for this, and I'm not meaning this as a direct shot, but it's kind of like 28-3 situation. They're never going to live down that you know, choke. Staley is never going to live That's- that down. That's um, not the same. I like the guy, all. but you know, 
Not the same at all, but similar. Okay, what about when Cam didn't dive on the fumble? That's the same thing, huh? Messed up, yeah. man. Same, same thing. Cam never bounced back. You're right. I agree. Cam never bounced back yeah. from that. Uh, Why did that life? All right, I'll use that one next time. Um, I see that that is still a, a wound that is not healed. No, because you're uh, coming at me. That's what I'm saying. I have a note about this. Just talking about Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he is a guy that every single week he just goes out there and he proves that he's the best player in the NFL. He is he is a, a living is legend best. right now. He like Being able to watch him each and every week, and I know it gets kind of annoying how all the commentators just – gawk over him but he is i mean he's the best to ever play quarterback in my opinion yeah um he is you know yeah what you said it's a treat to watch him he is truly one of the best athletes of any sport that we will watch for our lifetime and we're lucky to have him for another hopefully like 15 plus years i'll be sick um he's i mean Mahomes, man if, if if there wasn't, you know, fatigue from voting and stuff like that. He would win MVP every single season. He's the best player in the league, and he has been the last few years. But, you know, they want, you no know, the sentimental Rodgers MVP. And, you know, this guy came back from his immunization and all that crap. I think that uh, you're right. I mean, he's the best player in the league. He's MVP this year. Lock it in. Yep. Monday right, night. Uh, Monday night in Mexico. a stadio Azteca. Mexico game. We're looking at a 65 degree night, a little bit of light rain, maybe 49ers at Cardinals. You know, maybe this is the home game the Cardinals needed to, you know, feel at home because they've been horrible in Glendale this year, horrible in Glendale last year. Um, fraud alert with Cliff Kingsbury. I think they're sitting tight with him, but, uh, you know, the fans are asking for him to be fired pretty soon if they keep choking these games away. They're sitting at four and six. They need, need, need to win this one if they want any chance of making the playoffs. This is Colt McCoy's team. Yeah, I was about to say, can we talk about Colt McCoy? That offense looks so much better with him out there. Yeah, word on the street is the uh, Call of Duty, uh, you know, servers down in Mexico are are a little bit too OP'd, so Kyler is probably not going to make the trip, question mark? I don't know. Dude, Colt McCoy can actually see over the line. So, like, he actually complete passes and not just scramble around with his head cut off. Yeah. Yeah, he just I'm, knows the offense better, it seems like. Like, watching the game last week, the offense is just moving a whole lot more smoothly with Colt out there. Just Kyler, man. What's going on with him? Gets paid and he looks is, like dog water. Yeah. And, you know, I keep going back to this point. And this is something I fundamentally believe about football, but these quarterbacks that struggle under pressure are the ones that lose these games. And Kyler, another guy you can add to that list, panics, chicken with his head cut off every time there's, you know, a team blitz. And, and uh, that's what we've seen with the bottom quarterbacks of the league this year. And, you know, he makes some flashy plays. He's fun. He picks up yards on the ground, but he's not been a good quarterback. He's not been reliable. He makes mental errors all the time. Um, if I'm Kingsbury, I'm pretty ticked off that this guy got paid because now he's outranking you in the building. Um, you're gone before he's gone type of situation. And I'm sure that Kingsbury was the guy pushing for it. He was the guy that pushed for him to get drafted. And then Kyler Murray has just been taking shots at him this year. Um, you know that Kyler Murray has been wanting him to get fired for sure. And I don't know if you've watched the HBO Hard Knocks with the Cardinals, but it is awkward between that so front awkward. office, that team, that Kyler Murray 
DeAndre Hopkins even. I mean, nobody gets along in that organization. I'm so out on the Cardinals. I think 49ers are a really solid team. And now, you know, they got Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the league. Um, I think they're going to dominate this game. I think this is a big, big win. And he should be in a timeshare because save him up for the playoffs, man. He's a 27-year-old running back. Keep him healthy. It's crazy, this 49ers. They have all-pro running back, all-pro wide receiver, all-pro tight end. I mean, it's just the most stacked roster. And then on the the defense, too. Like, yeah, all-pro left tackle. And on the defense, they have the best linebacker core. They have one of the best pass rushers. Like, this team is so stacked. It's so stacked. And if Jimmy G can just be average, this team should be one of the favorites in the NFC. Jimmy G, more like Hemi Hemi. This dude has won 10 and 2 the last times he's never thrown a touchdown. 10 and 2 in the last 12 games he hasn't thrown a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. He doesn't have to do anything, dude. Just hand the ball off. Let your defense yeah. cook. 49ers yeah. win this one. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is going to Mexico, you're playing at altitude. How do these guys, you know, how are they going to play up there? Down there. Up there, meaning in the altitude. Who knows? Um, fun fact, Cliff Kingsbury played against Colt McCoy in college. Now he's his coach. That's a little nugget for you. I also, here's an interesting stat. Cliff Kingsbury, he has a losing record when favored to win and a winning record as an underdog. Just something to keep in mind. What's the line? It's, it's Cardinals eight. plus eight. But I'm not saying that they're going to win that. But that's just a – that's crazy stat. Yeah. Eight-point spread. That is a crazy stat. Um, yeah, like I said, that's still not changing my mind. 49ers all the way. Sneaky yeah. Super Bowl pick. There's a reason why they're favored by eight. Yep. And fun fact, the line is out for next week against the Saints. They're favored by eight and a half. So that's back-to-back a, games, more than a touchdown. And the week before, they are favored by eight. So back-to-back. Didn't cover, though. Back. Didn't cover. Didn't cover. Didn't Called cover. that one. Yeah. Um, and that was a primetime game, too. They just, you know, a bunch of primetime coming up. Um, are we still thinking they're Super Bowl contender, or is that just me? No, I, I that was one of my dark horse picks, too. I agree. NFC's up yeah. for grabs. We said that. Okay, it's it was- up for grabs like a honey crisp in autumn. Doesn't as far as Jimmy G lets him. So I don't I don't want to say they're Super Bowl contenders because Jimmy G is just an elite game manager and you don't see game managers win the Super Bowl too often. Yeah, yeah. if they had a so, better QB, they'd be so good, man. Yeah, like should have drafted someone top three picks or something like that. <laughs> should have gotten um, Justin Fields. Like you were saying, wild wide open NFC. If I'm a team sitting in the five or six spot, like, you know, Cowboys, Giants, I'm getting a little bit nervous because, you know, I think the 49ers and the Seahawks, I think they both make the playoffs. I think that, you know, then it comes down to three other teams, Cowboys, Giants, and then, you know, Commanders, really. Those are teams fighting for it right now. So Giants do play the Commanders. Yeah, maybe even Packers. Giants do play Commanders twice. Um so those two games are a huge swing for the playoffs. People are already counting out the commanders. Commanders are very much alive. And the commanders, they play the Giants back to back. They have Giants by week, 
giants, which is just kind of yeah. messed up. Which could be a total total sweep for one team or the other. Um, giants could really set the tone, though. Win the first one, come back, go to the commanders, dominate the second one. I could see it. Daniel Jones, dominant against the commanders Daniel in his Giants. career. <laughs> we love right, uh, that is the that is the uh that's the slate, slate of football games. Uh do we want to talk about the Panthers last against the Ravens? We need to. No, dude. Need to, no. dude. Baker. <laughs> I'm sure do we uh, do y'all want to do awards or not? I don't have any, week. but I can come up quick with pod. some on the let's spot. go, let's go awards on the fly. Yeah, All let's right. just Hands do it on the fly. Out. You go first. I didn't, I didn't just... prep either. All right. Uh, he's him, graduate of Hemothy University of the Week. Um, this is a pastime winner, but I think since I have the first pick, I'm going to go with uh, Justin Jefferson, Jettis? best receiver in the NFL, maybe mm-hmm. the best in NFL history, um, yeah. best catch of all time. Um, just to keep adding it to the list. NFC is wide open, and Jay Jettas is going to shut it closed. <laughs> I like it. Mine's a wide receiver. Scary Terry McLaurin. I said he's the most underrated wide receiver in the league. He doesn't get any credit, um, but the dude is just a, he's a leader. He's a dog. Uh, he's a guy you want in your locker room, and he makes big plays. And it was fun watching him in prime time. Yeah. Absolute beast. Uh, mine is. John, you kind of hit it on earlier, Patty Mahomes. I mean, he just proves week and week again that he is the best quarterback every single week. Probably, like you said, the best quarterback ever, the most talented ever. Mm-hmm. Not the GOAT yet, but most talented. Could have been a bear. People forget that. So close. Could have been a bear, but they blew it. Uh, all right, not that guy, pal of the week, besides Justin Fields. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. Um <laughs> I don't know if you. <laughs> I don't know if you watched Thursday Night Football, but uh, Baker Mayfield was headbutting his yes headbutting, <laughs> not with the helmet on, with no helmet on, headbutting his teammates, um, the offensive linemen as they walked off the field after the final kneel down after PJ Walker put the team on his back in a win against the Falcons. Um, you know Baker, not a good look. He's a total loser. This is why everybody in the locker room total hates loser. him. Everyone in every locker room has ever hated him. Nobody has anything good to say about him. I know that on multiple accounts. Um, this guy's a loser. He's a, he's washed. He loser. won a Heisman, but will always be remembered as a loser. And he's a liar. His lying reminds me of LeBron James. He in his press presser this week he um, mentioned that he heads butts his linemen without a helmet on every single game. He's always done that. Well, guess what, Baker? They have this thing called a video camera, and they record every NFL game and the last hundred years or however long, and you've never once done it in your career. So you're a liar. You're a terrible player and you're a liar. So and he's yeah, stop lying. and he's stinky and I don't like and him. And he cheats on his wife in a cheesecake factory parking lot. So Never forget. That's good at commercial. Put a nail so in it. People Baker, forget. you're done. You're washed. Ratio, you fell off. Okay. I like that. I agree. They're going to get steamrolled by the, by the Ravens. Mine, not that guy. Um, kind of goes back to that Jeff Saturday uh, hire. Jeff Saturday is just a leader of men, just all-time great, four-time All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowler, Colts ring of honor, knows the Colts better than anyone. Uh, he takes over the head coaching job. And then Bill Cower, uh, former Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, he quoted saying, it is a disgrace to the coaching profession regardless of 
how this thing plays out. What happened in Indy? It's a travesty. Like, dude, <sighs> calm down. Come like Shut up. <laughs> no one wants that job. And Jeff Saturday, like he knows the organization better than anyone. And what does he do the first week? He goes out and he gets a win. So good for you, Jeff Saturday. Why is that uh, Bill Cower so emo? I don't know, dude. He's a little puppet. He's a little puppet for ESPN or CBS. Puppet. He's on Fox. Oh, is he Fox? Uh, it's all the same. It's all who cares, yeah. man? It's all trash. Yeah. All um, right, Sawyer. Mine is Justin Herbert. He is he gets all the praise from everyone. And he, has he hasn't sick done hair, anything. He has sick hair. He's cool and like Looks he has like funny quotes. Yeah. <laughs> the okay. Can someone tell me why Justin Herbert is the face of a face wash brand? When he has the worst yeah, he's got pepperoni <laughs> face. Poor guy. <laughs> why is he the face of Dr. Squatch soap? You could pick know. literally any other quarterback. Jimmy G. Himmy He. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good At least right. pick a guy that makes the playoffs and wins games. All right. Let's go parlay on the fly. Um, I'm going to go with uh, three-team parlay. I'm going to go with Commanders minus three over the Texans. I'm going to go with Vikings plus one and a half over the Cowboys. I like the points. And then I'm going to go with Chiefs to cover five over the Chargers. Sunday night football. Three-team parlay. Nice. My parlay did not hit last week. Seahawks (laughs) let me down. The other two legs did hit. Would have been four in a row. Uh, had to, you know, that that streak had to end. But we're gonna we're gonna go with. I'm scrolling to find the one I like the most. Baltimore Ravens minus six and a half this is an alt line against the sorry ass Panthers with Faker Mayfield. And then we're gonna combo that with the Raiders <laughs> plus seven and a half against the Broncos because I just don't see the Broncos beating anyone by more than a touchdown. That team just cannot score points. They can't. Yeah, they sorry can. ass team. Forget yeah, about they're it. trash. All right, mine. People forgetting this game tonight: Packers Titans Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. I got Packers minus three. Titans are complete frauds, and they always will be. <laughs> and oh, then I got crazy. I got Colts plus seven against the Eagles because I also think the Philadelphia fraudulent Eagles. And then I got Jets plus three. Oh, I hate that. that whole parlay. I take the opposite on each leg. <laughs> Do it. Honestly, I like your fraudulent. <laughs> I like your Fraudadelphia Eagles pick. Yeah, that's a. I like the name Fraudadelphia. It rolls off the tongue crisper than a honey crisp. All right, let's just block out the lock of the week because we like our parlay so much. One dog of the week, though, for each of us. I'm going Panthers minus thirteen, or I'm plus sorry, 13, Panthers my friend. plus thirteen. Well, they, they're the dog. Plus 13 to the Ravens. Um, Faker Mayfield is the worst quarterback in the history of the league's inception. Um, He can just throw ducks only, and he has terrible technique and brain power. But 13 (laughs) points is a lot. He does have a dog. Raw chicken smooth brain Mayfield. (laughs) I think that's what they call him. Um, But 13 points is a lot when you got a guy named Dante Foreman. Beast. He's going to get 62 carries. Lock it in for a touchdown. Oh, God. See, my dog of the week would be Titans plus three and a half. 
but I want to give our listeners something they can actually bet, right? Because you're going to wake up, you're going to see the Titans covering, and you're going to be like, dang it, I, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly, right? So I'm just going actually with the Steelers plus five against the Bengals, right? This team with TJ Watt is just, it's different. It's different. In, just if, in Pittsburgh? Are you kidding me? This is like a this is a field goal game. Steelers with Watt just hit Diffie. Yeah, they really do. I'm I'm surprised right, you sorry. guys haven't told surprised you guys haven't talked about this one yet. But uh the oh I think I missed it, but for the betting lines, Browns plus eight against the Bills in six feet of snow with the Browns have arguably the best run game. Uh, the got, game got moved. It's been moved. moved. Oh, you missed the first segment of the pod. When did you get down? Like 30 minutes ago. Breaking like moves. right oh. when the podcast started. Dang. Time no, would have been a good pick. Yeah, recorded would have been a good pick. Yeah. Great pick. I, don't have I love I wonder if the lines are going to adjust now. They probably totally have are. to. They yeah, totally they are. To. I got Colts. Smash the over. Seven. Smash the over in that one. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, that's a good. That's a good one. I'm going to go with you there. I like that. Let's go. Uh, all right, quick, quick picks, quick picks. Cowboys at Vikings. Vikings, y'all both said Cowboys. Cowboys. Sticking with Cowboys. it. All right, Cowboys. Jets, Jets at expats. I'm going with uh, Pats. Pats. Jets. Wow. All right. Wow. All right, Browns at Bills. Bills. Buffalo. Bills I only Mafia. put that one as a pick because of the snowstorm, but uh, I think everyone's riding with the Bills. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, boys. Good pod. Good pod. That was crisp. Crisp. Draft idea in no way endorses or recommends the use of a specific sports book, website, or otherwise. The sole purpose of this podcast is solely for entertainment purposes only and in no way intended to serve as advice. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Draft ID podcast. You guys are awesome. You're worth doing it. Um, if it wasn't for you followers, we wouldn't be wasting our time doing this stuff. And I'm just kidding. We're not wasting our time. Always great highlight of the week to put this together, but be sure guys, if you like what you're hearing, check us out on Spotify, Apple podcasts, wherever you're listening to this, make sure you like, and subscribe. It keeps us going. Um, it makes it worth it. You know, somebody has got to keep the light on. Somebody has got to pay the bills that always helps out because it is a sunk cost at times with this podcast. Uh, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, fun stuff. Check us out on draftedesports.com for tons of NFL updates, action, big board, NFL draft stuff, college football previews, all that great stuff. Um, and then check us out on social media, Mock Draft Monday. That's right, Mock Draft Monday, the one and only Twitter and Instagram. You will like what you find, I guarantee it. All right, guys, until next time, see you later.